Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. A high school student in Frederick County, Maryland, is recorded on video using racial slurs. We'll tell you how the school is reacting after that video was posted on social media. D.C. struggles to replace lead pipes in its water system. On Wall Street, the Dow down 458 points. WTOP at 7 o'clock. Ian gained strength again after flooding Florida. This storm was just, just another beast of its own. President Biden slams Ukraine referendums. The results were manufactured in Moscow. Jenny Thomas sits with the January 6th panel. Wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas appeared in person voluntarily. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Ian is a hurricane again as it starts pushing north, but this could be the deadliest storm in Florida's history. At least 12 people have now died. 2.6 million people don't have power, and there is severe widespread destruction. Ryan Samuels fled Fort Myers. To be able to see and see the magnitude of the power um, is just unreal. He still doesn't know what's left of his home. CBS's Chris Van Cleve is in nearby North Fort Myers. What's remarkable here, house ripped apart, and yet parts of it are untouched. Here, by the dinner table, you have Worcester sauce sitting on the dinner table, seemingly untouched. There are teacups sitting on the shelf uh, like they were placed there. And yet, at the same time, again, the house has been ripped in half. Governor Ron DeSantis says recovery efforts are underway. This is a 24-7 effort uh, to, to stabilize and, and to restore. And so we're um, going to do whatever we can uh, to, to assist with that effort. Georgia and the Carolinas are now preparing for a hard hit. Russia's president has issued a, de a decree claiming parts of Ukraine as Russian territory. CBS's Stephen Portnoy has President Biden's reaction. The president made his first comments on the forced voting in eastern Ukraine at the State Department as he opened a U.S. Pacific Island summit. The so-called referenda was a sham, an absolute sham. He said the results were manufactured in Moscow. The United States will never never, never recognize Russia's claims on Ukraine sovereign territory. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, Washington. A spy case in Maryland. In this newly unsealed criminal indictment in Baltimore, a Maryland anesthesiologist and her husband, a U.S. Army major, are accused of trying to sell private medical information they had access to, including the information belonging to U.S. Army veterans, to Russia shortly after the war in Ukraine began. But the person they believed to be a Russian operative was actually an undercover federal agent. At CBS's Scott McFarlane. The U.S. economy shrank 0.6%. Market strategist Michael Farr points to the Fed's interest rate hikes. With them trying to slow things down and the economy already slowing down, a lot of investors today voted with their wallets and hit the sell button, taking stock prices lower. Now this. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. Need to know what it takes for a home loan to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. It's 7.03 here on WTOP, Thursday night, September 29th, 2022. Roslyn at 66, dropping into the 50s later.
Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis. And I'm Michelle Bash. The top local stories we're following this hour. As you may have just heard on CBS News, Ian has just become a hurricane again. Its winds are now at 75 miles per hour. The storm is now about 220 miles south of Charleston, South Carolina, and it's expected to make a second landfall along the South Carolina coast tomorrow. The storm has left a path of destruction in southwest Florida, trapping people in flooded homes, damaging the roof of a hospital intensive care unit, and knocking out power to many millions of people. President Biden says the hurricane may be responsible for substantial loss of life and could end up being the deadliest storm in Florida history. After the storm pushes through the Carolinas, then it is coming to our area. Storm preparation underway now across Virginia. As state officials get ready to deal with the remnants of Ian over the weekend, let's hear from WTOP's Nick Ionelli. We're planning for rainfall projections anywhere from about two to six plus inches. Parts of Virginia could see severe weather, including persistent flooding as Ian moves this way. Rain and tidal flooding expected to last through the weekend and into next week. With the southern, central, and really the eastern portions of our state, kind of that east of Richmond area projected to receive our highest amounts. Lauren Opet with the Virginia Department of Emergency Management. Even with the storm exits, these higher than normal tides could actually continue until Tuesday. Governor Glenn Youngkin declared a state of emergency. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Many photos of the storm effects and a lot more information about Hurricane Ian right now at WTOP.com. A last-minute challenge of a judge's decision to allow for the early counting of ballots in Maryland has been ended by the state's Court of, of Special Appeals. Republican gubernatorial candidate Dan Cox was behind the challenge, and he urged the Maryland Court of Special Appeals to put the brakes on the change in how Maryland handles the counting of mail-in ballots. But the court says it will not stop it. In his appeal, Cox claimed the Montgomery County Circuit Court decision allowing for the counting of mail-in ballots early is unconstitutional. Before elections officers were forced to wait until after election day to count those ballots, the decision means accounting of mail-in ballots could begin as soon as this weekend. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. In a video posted to social media, a Frederick County, Maryland high school student has been spewing hate speech against black people. And school leaders are responding... The student attends Governor Thomas Johnson High School in Frederick. WTOP has confirmed he was a JV football player who is no longer on the team. In a letter to parents, the principal says the student is facing school discipline as well as criminal charges. Now, they're saying that the student's speech is unacceptable, adding we are a collective student body that includes cultures and ethnicities from 62 nations around the globe. Our diversity is the fabric of our strength. In a separate message, the superintendent and school board president urge anyone who sees or experiences discrimination, harassment, or intimidation to report it. The goal is to solve concerns before they turn into problems. So Loudoun County Public Schools are trying something different. Loudoun County has hired its first ever ombuds. Carrie Williams is a designated neutral party to help students, parents, and staff navigate and deal with concerns they may have. The first thing she does is really, truly listen. Clarifying and understanding what the concern is, allowing the time and space for them to feel heard, and then coming up with maybe multiple options or pathways. She says it's confidential. She doesn't keep files. The hope is people will reach out to her before escalating their concerns through a more formal complaint. That may be the direction that we go. That may be one of the options that I provide. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Coming up here after traffic and weather, right now Florida is still in a search and rescue mode from Hurricane Ian. There's no official death toll. President Biden has suggested it could end up being the deadliest storm in Florida history. And then there will be the rebuilding. 
But it turns out very few people affected have flood insurance for their properties. We'll talk about that with the New York Times just ahead. It's 7.07. On the house, no charge. Complimentary. Gratis. For a limited time, Silver Diner is offering free delivery through SilverDiner.com. You heard that right. Free delivery through SilverDiner.com. Now you can satisfy your entire family without leaving home. Whether you are vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just love the classics, Silver Diner offers you the choices of how you live and a healthy dose of what you crave. Now with free delivery. Order today at SilverDiner.com. Offer ends September 30th. Silver Diner. Eat well, be well. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. 708. Traffic and weather on the 8th to the traffic center and Bob Imler. Well, they cleared the crash on the inbound 14th Street Bridge Express lanes. Now there's a new crash, though, in the main lanes northbound 395 at 12th Street. Just as you get into town, right at the point where people have to get out of that right lane at the last second when they realize that's an exit-only lane, happens there quite often, and it's happened again, and police are with it. So on the right lane, as you travel northbound 395 into town at 12th Street, and then caller had another one headed outbound toward Virginia, and that one is after Main Avenue in the second lane uh, from the left, I believe it was, with uh, nobody with that one as yet, so be alert for that as well. Around the Beltway, we still have some volume delays on the inner loop through Bethesda and Silver Spring. Through College Park and Greenbelt, we're in great shape. Things are generally good on 95, Baltimore-Washington Parkway at 270. And things are running well on 50 out to the Bay Bridge. Earlier crashes on 66, both inside and outside the Beltway. Those have cleared on the Virginia side. And uh, 95 south from Norton just bogs down, getting over the Occoquan to 123. And beyond that, the pace is good. DLT's team of IT procurement pros, technology experts, and partners help federal agencies easily procure IT solutions before fiscal year-end budgets expire. Visit DLT.com slash your team. Bob Inland, WTLP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Mike Steneford. Ian's going to bring some gloomy weather to the region for the next several days. A good deal of cloud cover tonight. Lows will be in the 40s, suburbs, low to mid-50s, closer into the district. Breezy day on Friday. We'll see rain developing in the afternoon, and highs will be in the mid to upper 60s. Rainy and breezy on Saturday. Could be some heavy rain, especially before noon. Highs low to mid-60s. Could be another round of heavy rain on Sunday. A breezy day. Highs low to mid-60s. Showers breezy Monday. Highs mid to upper 60s. And a chance of showers on Tuesday. Highs in the 60s. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stenerford. Now 66 at Tyson's Corner, 65 in Crofton, 66 at L'Enfant Plaza. Lows tonight, upper 40s in the suburbs, mid 50s closer to D.C. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's now 710. The images from Florida are frightening. Beachfronts, entire neighborhoods destroyed, and homes submerged. At least one death is confirmed so far in the state. There have been hundreds of high-water rescues. And there's going to be another major problem with rebuilding. The New York Times reports most of the Florida homes in the path of the hurricane lack flood insurance. Dimitri speaks with Times correspondent Christopher Favell, who reports on how people, governments, and industries cope with the effects of global warming. Fewer than one in five homes in the Florida counties that were hardest hit by this hurricane have flood insurance. That's according to estimates I got from an actuary firm called Milliman that works with the program. The problem with that number is people who don't have flood insurance who got damaged by the storm, it's really going to be challenging for them to find funding to rebuild. It's not clear how the communities are going to recover with that many people lacking flood insurance. 
Is it a question of not having the money to pay for it? Is it a belief that maybe their homeowner's insurance covers it when it doesn't? It's almost certainly both those things. I'm sure some people are deciding not to buy flood insurance because they think it's too expensive and it's not cheap. That's a valid concern to be sure. I think other people, maybe even more people, just don't realize what level of risk they face. And so when they're looking at whether or not to spend money on flood insurance, they think, well, I've never flooded. Why do I need this? And as we're seeing with Hurricane Ian, the fact that you haven't flooded doesn't mean you won't flood. So I think it's a mix of people being sensitive to the price, but also probably not really understanding the full risk they face. Will many of these folks get some money from FEMA? So I think a common misperception is what FEMA does and does not provide. FEMA is not in the business of rebuilding homes. You can get some help from FEMA after disaster, like for temporary housing and for some perhaps minor repairs to your home. But they explicitly say over and over it's not their job to rebuild homes destroyed by disasters. You may get lucky if you're in that situation that It may be the case that Congress provides extra money to go above and beyond and to actually help pay to repair homes. That happens sometimes, but it takes a long time. It will take years if Congress comes up with that money. So I think waiting and hoping is not a great strategy. So I think what you'll see is people whose homes were destroyed and didn't have insurance will have to either dip into their savings, which can be painful. They'll have to take out a big loan, almost like a mortgage, which is painful, especially if you're a retiree. They'll have to turn to charity groups and see if they can help that way. But it's really not a lot of great options if you are hit by disaster and you don't have the right insurance. New York Times climate correspondent Christopher Flavel. Ian has intensified to a hurricane again. Florida's not out of the woods yet. It's getting a lot of flooding rains. And then South Carolina is next, eventually up uh, up here to Virginia. We'll watch it all for you on WTOP. Coming up next, the Commanders make last-minute preps for the road trip to Dallas and a double dose of Nats baseball tomorrow against the Phillies. Stay with us. Though where loose change makes something of itself deal. Because only at McDonald's can a stop at the toll booth turn into an impromptu breakfast stop. Welcome to McDonald's. Can I take your order? It's hard to beat any size McCafe iced coffee for 99 cents until 11 a.m., but pairing it with the new cheese Danish is a good way to try. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. When you see someone sipping on a crisp, refreshing drink from McDonald's, you may suddenly crave one, too. <laughs> and that's normal. It's more than a drink. It's a McDonald's drink. All your ice-cold go-to drinks are here whenever that mood hits. From classic Coca-Cola to a sparkling Sprite to a sweet, sweet tea. Get any size for just $1.39, only at McDonald's. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Here's Clarice Grove, the small business development manager for Prince William County Economic Development, on the discussion, Creating Opportunities for SMBs and Startups to Thrive in Northern Virginia, sponsored by Prince William County Economic Development. We're here to make sure that they feel empowered as a business owner. They have subject matter experts to talk to and say, hey, could you look at my business plan? Or is this really the industry that I want to get into? Or am I going to have the customers that I hope to have? Listen to the entire discussion on WT. 
WTOP.com. Search Small Business September. 45% of new businesses fail within the first five years. That's a statistic that business leaders in Prince William County want to change in their community. The small business team at Prince William County Economic Development is on a mission to educate and empower one of the fastest growing business networks in Virginia. Visit pwcded.org slash small business to schedule a complimentary one-on-one meeting and learn how you can take your business beyond in Prince William County. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 7.15 now as we go to Rob Woodfork. All right, Thursday night football about an hour from kickoff in Cincinnati. It's an intriguing matchup between the 1-2 and two Bengals and the 3-0 Miami Dolphins. And Tua Tungavailoa will be a part of it as he is active for Miami following that scary injury he suffered Sunday. The uh, Washington Commanders looking likely to go into Dallas without Wes Schweitzer after he remains sidelined at practice by a concussion, and Charles Leno was limited today, so it's not looking good as they walk into that uh, Cowboys pass rush. Dave Johnson said in this week's D.C. Sports Huddle, the nine sacks Washington gave up against Philly last week equals the amount the 1991 Super Bowl team gave up all last year. And that was with Mark Rippon, who only moved about four steps in the pocket, and that was it, and yet he was only sacked nine times so i i think it just defines that as much as we talk about all kinds of schemes and plans and this and that if you don't have that elite playmaking quarterback then you better have an offensive line or you're going nowhere and that's a coherent point for a man we woke up at 4 30 a.m japan time as uh, he's getting ready to call the wizards uh, warriors preseason game we also delve into the commander's all black get up and what they need to do to win in the dc sports huddle on wtop.com or wherever you get your podcasts the nationals off today and uh, they'll pull double duty tomorrow due to the remnants of Hurricane Ian expected to hit our area this weekend. The Saturday night game against the Phillies has been moved up to 1 p.m. tomorrow. The Orioles postseason hopes all but ended with today's 5-3 loss in Boston. It's their third straight to the Red Sox. They fade five games out of that last AL wild card with only six games left in the season. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. <laughs> The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. Ian is a hurricane again with sustained winds at 75 miles per hour. The storm is less than 240 miles south of Charleston, South Carolina, and expected to make landfall along the South Carolina coast tomorrow. Ian destroyed massive swaths of Florida, leading to at least one death. Congress is moving quickly to avoid a government shutdown. The Senate passed a short-term spending bill this afternoon that would finance federal agencies into mid-December. The legislation also provides money to low-income families for winter heating and money for Ukraine. It now heads to the House. A Rockville couple now faces federal charges accused of providing confidential military health information to an undercover FBI agent posing as a Russian embassy worker. Dr. Anna Gebrelian and husband Jamie Lee Henry, who's also a doctor, are accused of conspiracy and wrongful disclosure of confidential health information. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. New tonight, flu vaccine doses are currently out of stock at D.C.'s Health's COVID centers. This is the D.C. Health Department, of course, which is tweeting. It will provide an update when doses are expected to be back in stock. We will certainly be following up on this, trying to find out how many doses they went through and whether they ordered enough for this year's flu season. It's 718. Traffic and weather on the 8s to Bob. Outbound Canal Road, believe the broken down car uh, after Amazon Avenue remains on the right lane. Been there about three hours now. In fact, it's uh, been almost three and a half hours at this point that it's been sitting there without any help. On the uh, northbound side of 395 on the freeway headed from the 14th Street Bridge, 
right at 12th Street. The crash along the right side of the roadway, and there was a minor one southbound after Main Avenue uh, along in the center of the roadway, really second lane from the left. That one didn't have anybody with it, though. And in Maryland, southbound 95 at 216, caller says it's a brush fire along the right side of the roadway, off the road to the right, I should say, and a fire department should be there shortly, if not already. We're in pretty good shape on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway on 50 off to the Bay Bridge, 270. That is doing all right. And in Virginia, things are generally good to go. A little bit slow on the inner loop of the Beltway from the Toll Road to the American Legion Bridge as of yet. 66, that's clearing out nicely. 95 south from Lorton, a bit heavy over the Occoquan. And beyond that, the pace is good. Briefly slow at the Wilson Bridge on the outer loop. It's Small Business September on WTOP, presented by Eagle Bank. Get advice from local leaders on how to navigate today's business climate. Go to WTOP.com and search Small Business September. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Mike Stanford. Ian will bring a breezy and raw weather pattern into the region for the next several days. Look for a good deal of cloud cover tonight. Lows in the mid to upper 40 suburbs, mid 50s closer into the district. Breezy on Friday. We'll see rain rolling in during the afternoon. Highs will be in the mid to upper 60s. Rainy and breezy on Saturday. Rain could be heavy at times, many during the morning hours. Highs out of mid 60s. Rain possibly heavy at times on Sunday. Breezy highs out of mid 60s and showers and breezy on Monday. Highs mid to upper 60s. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stinnerford. 66 at Reagan National Airport, 65 at BWI Marshall, and 63 at Dulles. Lows tonight, upper 40s in the suburbs, mid-50s near D.C. Brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up here on WTOP. Tropical Storm Ian continues to rip through Florida, packing damaging winds and rain. I'm Melissa Howell. Stay with your weather alert station for the latest at 720. Meet Kyogen's Associate Director, Ray Blanchard on how Montgomery County helped Kyogen expedite its life sciences growth. Where working within Montgomery County allowed us to to build out rather quickly the manufacturing facility that we had, the county was very understanding in the urgency of the pandemic response and helped us get permittings in place and help build this out quickly. Listen to the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search Montgomery County Economic Development Corporation. What powers Montgomery County is a thriving life sciences hub with global reach. Leaders like Kyogen, one of 400-plus innovative companies creating scientific breakthroughs that improve human health and save lives. We are home to the NIH and FDA and partnerships that spur critical discoveries. To launch your business in the immunology capital next to the nation's capital, go to thinkmoco.com or reach out, connect at thinkmoco.com. 721. Here's a highlight from Byron Atkins Jr., the director of the Interior Business Center at IBM, on Federal News Network's Cloud Exchange webinar, sponsored by IBM. Cloud is specifically a part of your enterprise, and when you're choosing workloads, think about what the workloads have to do. Make sure you understand the dependencies of the workload and what it might cost if you do deploy it in a in multiple locations. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Cloud Exchange. Today, what government needs most is creativity. So let's create AI with integrity, not bias. Security that protects your data anywhere. Cloud management that requires less management. And data fabric instead of data silos. Let's create at scale right now. Together. Let's prototype. Let's tweak. Let's test. Let's adapt. Let's create something that changes everything. IBM. Let's create. 
Learn more at IBM.com. This is WTOP News. 722. If you've lived here a while, you may remember the lead in the water crisis in D.C. back in 2004. The city has struggled to get lead out of the city's drinking water for the past quarter century at least. Now we learn D.C. may not be able to meet its goal to replace all lead water service lines by 2030. A new report paid for by the D.C. Council says it can't happen unless there are major changes to the pipe replacement program. To meet the deadline, lawmakers need to pass legislation requiring property owners to replace lead service lines and make sure all such replacements are free to residents. Currently, the program is voluntary and many homeowners must pay for at least part of the pipe replacement. And that means thousands of dollars in costs. 723, it is Hurricane Ian again, now spinning in the Atlantic, threatening South Carolina next. The storm is still drenching parts of Florida and leaves behind catastrophic flooding. Some people are now using the expression 500-year flood event. WTOP's Melissa Howell reporting tonight from Central Florida. I'm standing outside here in Orlando about 15 minutes from Disney. We're seeing a lot of flooding, a lot of debris and downed trees. Now residents here have been bracing for the worst and we are still feeling the impact of Tropical Storm Ian. I mean the size and impact of the storm is one of the worst we have seen rip through the state. Millions of residents across the state are without power and it could be weeks before it's restored for some folks. Orlando International National Airport, about 15 minutes from here, is completely shut down. All flights have been canceled. So the sheer magnitude of the damage is still unknown, and it'll be some time before crews are really able to assess the level of destruction. In Central Florida, Melissa Howell, WTOP News. The hurricane's remnants will cause unsafe conditions along Maryland's eastern shore, and that means a huge music festival this weekend in Ocean City has been canceled. Billed as a wave of music, the three-day Ocean's Calling Festival was projected to draw tens of thousands to the resort city each day. It's been in the works since May of last year, so there's under Understandably, a lot of disappointment to go around from the artists and fans to the organizers and city officials. Mayor Rick Meehan said after all the work and planning every detail, they are extremely disappointed to cancel Ocean's Calling, but they're already working with the organizers to bring the festival back to Maryland's coast next year. Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. Money News 25 and 55 on WTOP with Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. It was a down day on Wall Street, sending stocks to a 22-month low as Federal Reserve officials continued to strike a hawkish tone. Dow Industrials fell 458, the S&P dropped 79, the Nasdaq lost 314. Buying a house? Financing that home is going to cost you. Mortgage rates surged this week to the highest level since 2007, 6.7%, according to Freddie Mac. No sign of weakness in the job market. The government says first-time claims for unemployment benefits fell last week to a five-month low. Claims fell by 16,000 to 193,000. Economists surveyed by Bloomberg expected an increase. Fast food workers at San Francisco International Airport have ended a three-day strike that shut down many airport eateries. Their union says they returned to work after securing higher pay and better health care benefits. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Money News sponsored by Transurban. Tolling and HOV rules are in effect on the 66 express lanes between Route 29 in Gainesville and the Route 28 interchange. Pay to ride with easy pass and more options. Say goodbye to congestion at ride66express.com. 
Ahead on WTOP after traffic and weather, Ian becomes a hurricane once more, eyeing Georgia and the Carolinas after pummeling Florida. We'll have a CBS News special report. It's 726. A complete picture of the battle space in seconds, when every second counts. That is the power of JADC2, Joint All-Domain Command and Control. Raytheon Intelligence in Space puts that power in the hands of warfighters, connecting and fusing data from satellites, aircraft, ships, ground vehicles, and across cyberspace, making sense of it, securing it, and providing decision makers with the information they need to act across any domain and against any challenge. 